Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, kicking off another week. Today, under the tutelage of our general manager, Volodymyr Zelensky and the courageous Ukrainian people, plus a term I just learned that I absolutely love, borrowed from Jonah Goldberg, Okay, the hard campus left. Hard campus left, okay. Yeah, the, the hard left of America's campi, and those who've recently left their campus. The hard campus left. You'll have to explain that to us. How y'all doing? Welcome to the week. Meh. Welcome. <laughs> Meh. I'm so discombobulated today. I'm really struggling. I can't figure out why. Combobulate Just yourself, man. It's get, time for work. For crying out loud, get combobulated. Jeez. Just... And I just, I've always struggled with this in a way that other people don't seem to. 
just like having my cup of coffee and my keys and just, you know, just like being able to like get to the car and to the, I've always have, I've always have like something tucked under my chin and one thing under my arm. And I just always, (laughs) and other people don't, I don't know why I just, I can't do it. And some days are worse than others. I'm like trying to carry a couple things and kick something else along as I get close to the car. It's just, I don't know why. Wow, have you considered a tote bag? (laughs) Maybe that's the answer. Maybe all those tote bags we've been given all these years. Finally, I need to adopt the tote. tote Well, there you are attempting to tote things. Bagless. My clothes feel like they're fitting wrong. I just, I don't know. (laughs) Something's something's out out of whack. Wow, wow. Well, it's probably that discomfort that fuels your brilliance. (laughs) Um... How about Nancy Pelosi visiting uh, Kiev over the weekend? And that, that's pretty high up, number three. Good morning. Good morning to you, dear. Uh, yeah, I suppose I should be uncynical and and be pleased that uh, the number three person in line to the presidency would visit Kiev in person, pledge our unending loyalty and support and the rest of it. Uh, although I, I've got to admit, the first thing I thought is, oh, there's a floundering brand looking for legitimacy. The no, brand no. being the Democratic Party. No, I didn't think that at all. I just thought it was uh, sending, a, you know, they're not going to send Kamala Harris, and they're not sending the president yet. <laughs> um, uh, right. I just thought it was a show of we are in this, man. I, and whatever happened, and maybe we won't know for many, many years. Something happened in the last like week and a half. It's sure. just more of our we are in this. Up to our necks. Do you understand? Well, uh, see see if I am indeed cynical or just realistic. It's just come to my attention that allegedly uh, Nancy and company are going to tie the Ukraine funding to uh, some additional COVID money. And if you want the Ukrainian money, you got to pass the additional COVID money. Well, I saw a lot of senators on shows yesterday saying they're against that, so I don't think it's going to go that way. Um you you must be in a particularly cynical mood, or I'm in a particularly generous mood. But uh, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. Well, my point is to even propose that is horrific. I mean, it's terrible. Well, you know, if you want to be in that, I heard some Republicans talking about tying it to border stuff. So, oh, I boy. think all those voices Ugh. are going to be shut out, and it's just going to pass on its own. And the the question though is Nancy Pelosi saying yesterday that we're we're in it to the end of the fight. Um. I heard a good discussion earlier today about, are we ever going to define what that is for people or for Europe? And that possibly it becomes a problem but in within NATO of, so you're in it for the end of the fight. Well, the end of the fight for us is getting them out of this region. If the end of the fight for you is getting them out of that region, well, then you're on your own. Mm. I mean, does that need to be defined at some point, what the end of the fight is? Well, I suppose they could if it's to get all of the Russians out of all of the regions. Because anything other than that has given away uh, something before the Ukrainians and Russians ever get to the bargaining table. You don't want to make a concession. Yeah, you can have the Donbass region, mm. the whole thing. Mm. It's ugly anyway. We don't want it. So you can't uh, define it. Yeah, well, unless it's define it as we want everything back, every square inch of Ukrainian land. Because you can back off of that from there. I thought Brett Baer was uh, hammering that question pretty good with one of your... Um government spokespeople of this is a lot of money you know and tax people taxpayers are going to at some point wonder you know how long how much and to accomplish what because so far they haven't nobody said really said to accomplish what boy that's kind of the history of american armed conflict over the last 30 years isn't it uh, undefined goals probably, eternal involvement probably more like 70 years since world war ii 
how long and what's the and and what's the end look like mm-hmm. we never uh, never really got there in Korea Vietnam and then everything since yeah that's a tough one I don't know uh, but you might be right it might be for negotiation reasons you can't say here's what the end would look like yeah, yeah, I might quibble about Korea, but boy, you're absolutely right. With with practically, I think Grenada was a pretty well defined mission. <laughs> that was a good one. Got to get them damn grenadiers out of our hair, huh? Mm-hmm. With their oh. grenada like behavior. I know I felt oppressed. We should start the show officially, and then we can get into some of the news of the day. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Monday, May second. Rents due. The year 2020. Do we not have that clip anymore? That was like a cherished tradition of the Armstrong and Getty show at the beginning of every month for uh, for, on, for about like 10 years. I got it. I forgot that, what day it was. And now a cherished tradition has gone away. And you hate the to rent lose. It's too damn high. You hate, to lose, you hate to lose cherished tradition. Well, it's like Michael wakes up on December 25th and says it's Tuesday. So what? <laughs> I mean, come on, Michael. I thought I was cynical. The oh. rent is too damn high. Amen to that, brother. Huh? I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. The show begins officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Roaring into action for a brand new week. week <clears throat> excuse me. At Mark. You're a frontier freedom, and that your fight is a fight for everyone. And so our commitment is to be there for you until the fight is done. Our commitment is to be there for you until the fight is done. The Speaker of the House right there in the room in Kiev with President Zelensky. An unthinkable situation two months ago. Just absolutely not even on the table as a discussion that we would have, that we would still be in this and funding it like this and have the Speaker of the House right there. In a shameless effort to salvage the midterms. No. All right, now I'm just poking him with a stick. <laughs> this is notable. Joe begins the week more cynical than Jack. Stay tuned, everybody. Who knows where this could go? I'm not cynical about that at all. I think our government and a much most of our population, certainly the majority of our population, are fully invested in winning this thing against Russia. I would agree. Now, whether or not, how far that goes is a good idea, I'm not exactly sure. But that is currently the state of things. Our government, I watched enough Republican and Democratic senators, I haven't heard them sound this much the same on an issue since 9-11. It's just not even a question. Absolutely, we're going to do this. I just love the idea of coming together with a little common ground. Maybe we get to know each other and realize, oh, that's not a uh, fire-breathing monster over there. They just see the world differently than I do. Yeah. I um, I am constantly intrigued, though, by what information they have or what happened in the last week and a half or so that tipped the tide there. Tip, tip the tide, turn the tide, turn the tide. I, I don't know. The tide has been tipped. Uh, you were right about one thing, by the way. Somebody leaked over the weekend that we have been giving Ukrainian the Ukrainian military near real-time intelligence, uh, far beyond what had been uh, disclosed for quite some time. You'd suspected that we were uh, in it deeper than, than Remember officially. That? That's what Senator Ben Sass was really screaming about at the very beginning of this thing. Um, apparently he won his way on that. Yeah, I guess the Ukrainians shot down a big old troop transport airplane the other day packed with Russian soldiers. Oh, really? I didn't Oof. hear that. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to our intelligence, allegedly, perhaps, maybe. Yeah, and those uh, several explosions now across the border into Russia. Oh, there's a great piece in the dispatch today we should read from on how the way, the many ways in which this could escalate. 
And uh, then it's a whole different thing. And But that came up several times yesterday. We're going to get into this, some of that with, with a couple of different senators. Once again, Republicans and a, a Republican congressman and a Democratic senator both suggesting that use of chemical or tactical nukes and we are fully at war with Russia. Now, I don't know if they speak for everybody or the majority, but that's the direction it's, uh, the wind is blowing. Oh, goody. Yeah. How exciting is that? How does mailbag look? It's uh, it's uh, it's a strong performer. It's good. It's uh, like a 270 hitter in baseball. It's not going to get in the Hall of Fame, but, you know, it earns its position. Hmm. I didn't watch any NBA over the weekend. Probably should have. I did a lot of serious stuff over the weekend. I've been uh, I've moved my meditation up from one a day to two a day. I should oh, talk about th- I should talk about that later. It's really really quite interesting. Although it hasn't helped me this morning with my discombobulation. Um, <laughs> we have more news to get to in our text line. It's four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Did you see story three on 60 Minutes last night about how all the birds are real? If it flies, it spies. That was fantastic. Birds are fake. Birds aren't real. Aren't real, I see. I'm sorry. That's my whole are, aren't, aren't, are, are, aren't. Which one's he saying? Is, isn't. Bur- isn't bur- you can tell bur- bur- birds are drones the cia killed 40 billion birds and replaced them with drones they charge on the electric wires they're spying on us <laughs> really really interesting story we'll talk more about later yeah also yeah. uh amber heard does her testimony this week you know we heard from the uh the drunken johnny depp for a couple of weeks now we're gonna hear from the drunken amber heard for a couple of weeks that thing is still going on but this is not a good sign she fired her pr team over the weekend so heading into the testimony she fired her pr team so i'm thinking things aren't going well and they could get pretty wacky pretty fast well, if i'm on if i'm on amber heard's pr team i'm thinking it's going to be a rough ride aoc with a long explanation yesterday on instagram about why it does make sense for uh you know, a guy out there who's making a good living who didn't want to go, didn't go to college, to pay for somebody who chose to go to college and, and willingly took out loans. Well, I can't wait to hear that. Fantastic! Stay with us, won't you? Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. I've been going with themes lately. Uh, this week's theme will be liberty. Our freedom-loving quote of the day is about freedom. First of all, he uh, founded the Treasury. He's one of the founding fathers. Every time I mention his name, Jack sings idiotically. But nonetheless, I will go with Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Hey, boy. There is a certain enthusiasm in liberty that makes human nature rise above itself in acts of bravery and heroism. The idea being liberty lends energy to human beings. To their creativity, to their their heroism, their just enthusiasm. Free people are happy, excited people. Well, it's being displayed right now in Ukraine in a way that uh, we haven't seen on the world stage at that level in who knows how long. I would agree. Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. 
Send along a link if there's something we ought to be talking about or weigh in with your opinion or experiences. In fact, I'm going with a two-parter today. Listening from Europe from Wayne and listening from Europe part two. I always like it when like bands have part one and part two of a song on an album. I don't know why. Mm. I've never done that. I'm going to do that in the future. <laughs> or they just release part two and you're always made to wonder what part one must have been like. Oh, oh. Anyway. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, my wife and I are from Portland, Oregon, traveling to England, Denmark, and Scotland this week. Oh, I'm so jealous. I'd like to report the following. Have seen zero beggars and junkies in London or Copenhagen, including in the train and the subway system. Zero. Tons of bicycles parked all over sidewalks in Copenhagen. It's only a few that were locked. Wow, they don't steal from each other in that society. Was in a concert in an arena last night in Copenhagen. Saw one mask among 15,000 people. Uh, dumb Europeans don't believe in science, I guess. Outside of a few travelers in the airport, haven't seen a single mask in Denmark, saw very few in London, That's others than at the airport. Mm-hmm. That is masks, interesting, yeah. Masks on the flight between Seattle and London were about 40%. Of course, the 60% of passengers who were unmasked were constantly harassing and inflicting violence on the mask wearers while saying, this is MAGA country. Oh, wait, no, they weren't doing that at all. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, I know, he fooled me, too. Uh, wife and I are, oh, this is part two. Uh, this is the moodier part where the tempo slows down. Mm. Wife and I are still in the UK. Entered the elevator at London's Heathrow Airport. Two British Airways flight attendants talking with each other. Lady says to the man that she'll be on a flight crew to, headed to San Francisco. He says, oh, it's such a dirty city. And she replies, I know. People just defecate on the street. Yeah, true. And he says, mm, yeah, and the mayor doesn't seem to care at all. It's really sad. America used to be such a lovely place. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Brother, sister. Uh, on the flip side, at least we have drinking fountains and water bottle filling stations in our airports and near the restrooms and museums and public places. I guess they don't have that in England. As a refiller, as opposed to a plastic bottle user, I do appreciate the refill stations. Mm. Uh, I got to get on board with that. I throw out a hundred plastic bottles a week, maybe more. Well, as we get closer to Mother's Day, Jack confesses he hates Mother Earth. That is uncomfortable. Uh, a menstruating see. person, Earth, please. <laughs> Touche. This is uh, from Christy. I want to share a ridiculous event that occurred to us this week. My second grade daughter had a mild headache at school uh, Tuesday morning. Windy day, allergy season, not unusual. Teacher sent her to the office who called me, said I had to pick her up. Plus, she couldn't come back to school until Thursday. She had no fever, no other symptoms. She's fully vaccinated. They gave they gave her a COVID test that was negative. She felt 100% better by the time I got there. So I have a healthy little girl bouncing around yesterday and today while I'm trying to work because apparently she's a risk to somebody. Wow, schools are still doing that some places. Unbelievable. Then this morning, the school called me to ask me why she wasn't in school. Oh, <laughs> well, you know COVID, Jack. COVID is about the COVID. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's more, but we'll do it later. A little bonus mailbag. Um, catch up on some of the news stories. That uh, is it. Is it? Or is there a chance this is going to happen? I all along I've felt the whole we're going to pay off the student loan thing is never going to happen. But I hear about it way too much. So, boy, I still say it's crap. They're just they're trying to virtue signal yeah, to the base. That's but what I assume. I've thought that before about various radical, dumb policies, and I've been wrong. And then you wake up and it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And and what? How does Congress not have to pass this stuff? Well, that's uh, one of the main articles from uh, some people on the right that is completely unconstitutional for the president to do it. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. 
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Elon Musk got into it a bit with AOC over the weekend about Twitter, and it's kind of interesting as that whole story goes. A couple of things have been added to Twitter. They've changed. So he already has some influence over that, I guess. Uh, I don't quite get how that works, but... Maybe some of the uh, Twitterati there running the place are aware that, oh, people are watching what we're doing now. Maybe we ought to, uh, you know, uh, quit being so wildly one-sided. So I watched Bill Maher Friday night on the HBO, and he, he got into fiscal conservatism in a way that was just shocking to me, uh, completely um, intellectually makes sense, as we have been saying for years, hey, liberals, you want money for all your pet things? Stop wasting it on other crap. And you can do all the stuff you care about. Wow, the Armstrong and Getty Doctrine. Unbelievable. Which, which he, as a, an old-school lefty, um, is kind of coming from. But I thought, man, our audience would love this stuff. This is, this is fantastic. It, there's quite a bit here, but it's worth hearing. You might want to look at how much of the trillions of dollars in free government COVID relief money was just flat out stolen. 
Let's start with what we spent, the checks the government sent out to get America through the pandemic. There was the Families First Coronavirus Response Act for $192 billion, the Payment Protection Program for $484 billion, the Consolidated Appropriations Act for $900 billion, the American Rescue Plan for $1.9 trillion, and the CARES Act for $2.2 trillion. Although for how much of that money actually made it into employees' pockets, they should have called it the Who Cares Act. $5.7 trillion laid out. Now, let's just look at what happened after the forever flu hit America and Washington's answer was a mountain of money and a sign that said, come steal it. $872 billion went out to unemployment assistance. You know how much of it went to improper payments and fraud? Well, they don't have a solid figure. That would require accounting. But the low-end estimates are $163 billion in fraud. The inspector general says it's likely higher than that, and ID.me, an insurance fraud prevention service, estimates the number is closer to $400 billion. That's almost half of it. In one instance, $2 million in unemployment checks got sent to one address. In Arizona, scammers got nearly 30% of the benefits. And that's Arizona, where the most fiscally conservative, penny-pinching Republicans used to live. Republicans, at least used to pretend to be the mean old man who watched your money. <laughs> but now, nobody from either party even pretends to. Defunding the police? Yes, that's a bad idea. But so is de-policing the funds. <laughs> Wow, that's a good line. The astounding amount of money that was wasted out of the uh, trillions of dollars we threw at what he calls the forever flu. Let's go on. Palm Beach, Florida, which has 160 golf courses, got COVID money. What'd they do with it? They built a golf course. <laughs> Several nonprofits overseen by an organization called Feeding Our Future got $65 million to feed needy children during the pandemic. But it was actually a massive fraud, and the FBI says almost none of this money was used to feed children. The Paycheck Protection Program, PPP, <laughs> was designed to help small businesses pay their laid-off employees, but hundreds of loans went to fake farms in areas where farming isn't even done. You know that saying, don't have a cow? They literally didn't have a cow. The government sent $1.4 in stimulus payments to a million dead people. Tom Brady's company got a PPP loan because you wouldn't want to have him touch his savings. Turns out the poor guy couldn't even retire. So the comment that neither party cares anymore about uh, what happens to money, Rush Limbaugh famously said that, whatever it was, five years ago. Look, the whole fiscal conservatism thing is uh, is a lie. There's just, there's just how, how come I he I've heard a more thorough rundown of the way the money was wasted from all this from Bill Maher than I have anywhere else? Why? Because just nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, either that or you just can't get that uh, opinion aired unless you have your own show and you feel it strongly. I mean, are there probably uh, Ben Sasses and, and Tom's Cotton out there saying these things? Yeah, probably, but they can't get in the air. But you would think there'd be such an audience for it, enough mm -hmm. people that care about it, that it would make it onto the NBC Evening News or any of the 15 cable news shows I watch. With this a level of detail, it's just astounding. Here's a little more. 
There's an old adage that government cannot transfer money except by means of a leaky bucket. And I get that. I get that. Some amount of leaking is inevitable. But when it's all holes, it's not a bucket anymore. What you got there is a handle. The PPP was extremely inefficient. Only about a quarter of the money spent by the program paid wages that would have otherwise been lost. It didn't primarily go to workers who would have lost jobs. It was effectively a windfall for business owners, on the whole a wealthy group. Okay, if I say, you know, the government, they take our money and waste it. People say, you sound like a conservative. But again, I haven't changed. The whole to bucket ratio, that changed. Should I never notice that change to keep my progressive card? Should I stay supportive of government transfers of money until the percentage that's stolen is, I don't know, unlimited? You know, I'm reminded of uh, Thomas Sowell's uh, famous saying that if you believe that all people should play by the same rules regardless of race, uh, you know, 80 years ago you were a radical, uh, 60 years ago you are a liberal, uh, blah, 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 and now you're a, you're a reactionary. Um, I hope it goes that way with fiscal responsibility, too. And, you know, one thing he hasn't thrown in yet that makes this just incredibly, not only unwise but immoral, is we're not spending our own money. The true rate of taxation is the rate of spending. You can defer it. That's uh, Thomas Friedman, or uh, Milton Friedman, by the way. Um, you can defer it onto your kids and grandkids plus interest, but that's that's what we're doing. It's incredibly immoral. Uh, yeah, the, the, I have some bias in this is that I have a friend who is a small business owner who just, it was a nightmare trying to, as a really small business, like it's him and his son, um, to try to, to go through the websites and the paperwork and everything like that to try to get any of this money. It was just impossible. I don't know you if he have hired some gang members as consultants. I don't know if he ever did or if he finally gave up. I know at one point he was considering just giving up on it. While at the same time, dead people, criminals, people from other countries, people using, uh, you know, uh, one person using 50 different names, they got millions and millions, well, billions of dollars. You know, he should have paid an inmate. Listen, while you're filing for your 13 identities, file for my business, too. I'll cut you in for 10%. I had never heard that whole leaky bucket thing. That's a That's thing. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so it's just inevitable that if you have a, a program, you're, there's going to be leakage and waste and all that sort of stuff. He is right about the ratio. At some point, the ratio just gets so out of completely out of hand that it's well, it's ridiculous. We don't have a bucket; we have a handle. Well, right, and then you add to that the percentage that's kept by the government to cover the costs of the program. And then, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, intentional, ill-directed uh, funds as well. It's a pretty damn leaky bucket. But as Mar points out, it's gotten to the point where it's all holes. It's no bucket, and, and even liberals, well, especially liberals, should be concerned. So is the, uh, yeah, because it's the people, it's the downtrodden. It's the, it's the people most in need that got screwed out of that. Um, so, but if you're a, if you're economic... Guru is John Maynard Keynes, so you're a Keynesian. You, you're okay with this, is that right? Though, just because it got it went somewhere, you just want it to go out. Is that the theory, or essentially, yeah? Uh huh. You're pleased with it. Doesn't matter if it's well directed or not. You know, the one thing. Now, granted, I'm I, I got gray, uh, I got gray hair, I got achy joints. I'm getting old and bitter. Uh, but the notion that if we build a really big government, it'll cater to the downtrodden is so hilariously naive to me. 
You've never been to D.C., evidently. You've never seen the, the, the town after town after town of $2 million houses owned by lobbyists and, and contractors and, and caterers to the government. The idea that that colossus is going to serve the powerless is absolutely precious. Oh, I was going to say, um, you said, uh, when, 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 when are we going to get fiscally conservative? Well, uh, in terms of looking at the government like you do an individual or a family, when do most people or most families get fiscally conservative? When you ain't got any choice. Right. When you've come to the end of the road, you've maxed out or uh, no longer get credit cards or whatever. That's when you start to tighten your belt because you got no freaking other choice. And apparently yeah. that's what we're going to do as a nation. Yeah, somebody or other said something to the effect of, uh, speaking of sayings about government, that uh, uh, American government does uh, reacts quite well to a crisis. It it does absolutely horribly preventing a crisis. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to be a I don't want to be the most depressing radio show in America. So, uh... <sighs> you know, I don't I don't know if it's depressing. I just it, it's demystifying what's going on. There's just and, and we do get the government we deserve to a large extent because if Americans aren't angry about their kids and grandkids' money being squandered, then they're not going to demand something be done about it. And I think. The politicians are just responding. We want Santa Claus. And, and so they're giving us Santa Claus. If it flies, it spies, Joe. Birds aren't <laughs> real. <laughs> My daughter, Delaney, has been on this for quite some time. Is she an actual, like, member or anything? I don't think so. Because there are many, many million, millions of young people around the country who are members of the whole movement. She's bird simp. She's a sympathizer <laughs> to the movement. <laughs> I didn't realize, I guess, until I was watching 60 Minutes last night, the bir- the drones, they're not actually birds, they charge on the electric lines, and that's why there's electric lines up and down every street. It's yeah. to charge the birds, the spies. That's why they sit on them, clearly. It flies, it spies. We'll have to play some of that later. The guy who started the whole thing, just like on a lark, if you'll pardon me using a bird expression, um, uh, who just started it on a lark, like, thought about it for roughly two minutes. Before he started it one day, and it just caught on with people, and it's just grown it into this giant thing. It's hilarious. <laughs> we need that, don't we? We need more yeah. of that. Definitely yes. we need more of that. And uh, so we got other fun stuff. It won't be just all reasons to want to, you know, smash your coffee mug and <laughs> yell at somebody. <laughs> no, again, I like to think of it as a demystifying. It's a, let's let's be honest. What's going on here? Let's let's not let's not be you know engulfed in the swirling mists of mists of deceit. Clear vision. That's what we're Do selling. Do not here. get engulfed in swirling mists. That's a good lesson for of the day. Deceit, right? <laughs> Damn it. We're on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So what do bird truthers believe? Every single bird in the sky is a robot. The United States government um, basically massacred 12 billion birds, beautiful living birds, uh, using crop dusting airplanes flying over over the states um, over the course of 40 years. And as the real birds died, the robotic drones rose. Now we live in a world where there's 12 billion robotic birds watching us every single day. <laughs> Man, his tone of voice is so great. Yeah, it's really good. And then at one point she asked him on 60 Minutes, so you haven't done interviews. Why Why now? Why this show? The clock, time-related shows. We're willing to go on time-related shows. <laughs> That's when he actually busted up and started laughing and couldn't keep it together anymore. <laughs> The clock, time-related shows we're okay with. Is this guy one of America's great comedic geniuses? I, I think, you know, I think at the end of the... Well, I don't know. We could talk about it more later. But his his point is, and the people that, like, work with him on it, and there are millions of followers, and they have giant rallies all over the place, um, his point is just the, the absurdity of so many conspiracies that are out there on the right and the left. He tries to be apolitical on it. Um uh, whether it's the school shootings or hoaxes or, you know, the pedophiles in the pizza joint or whatever, whatever thing is you're going to talk about. Uh, he's trying to draw attention to that, but I think he just might be a good, uh, a really good sketch comedy guy. And there's really no real ultimate point to it other than he's funny. Mm, yeah, well, that's good enough, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah uh, except for my yeah, for my money. Yeah, it's very entertaining. So I'm churning out slogans today. I don't know why. It's just, they're, they're, they're falling out of the, the air for me. Here's a new one. Could be worse. You could be in a Chinese COVID detention center. Oof. Throw that one around today. So Beijing has reopened a mass isolation center as cases are rising, as far as we can tell. Remember, the Chinese communists lie about everything all the time. 
if it's uh, you know it's it's like the doctors say about when you ask your patient if they're how much they drink uh, <laughs> if if it's bad news for the chinese double the number they give you and if it's good news cut it in half and you're don't trust china in short, thank you, sir. Uh, and so, uh, though the Chinese capital, Beijing, has recorded only a few hundred cases officially, uh, they've reopened this giant detention facility. Um, you know, call it whatever you want, and the Chinese communists call it something a little more charitable sounding, but it is a detention facility. Now, the story about Shanghai and what the Beijingers have to look forward to shocks the conscience if you can get past the paywall, I'm not sure if the New York Times, all their COVID stuff is free anymore, but they have this long piece about the uh, the COVID centers in Shanghai. Holy crap. If you batter an old lady and take her purse in the United States, you get treated better than if you have the bad luck to come down with COVID in China. Um, they, they like took over office buildings and that sort of thing, cramming hundreds of people, hundreds of cots side to side to side in an area that really ought to be housing, I don't know, a quarter of that number of people, maybe a tenth. As Jack mentioned last week, blazing spotlights on 24 hours a day. There's a fraction of the necessary number of toilets, and they get clogged up. And people are intentionally not drinking water for days at a time so they don't have to use them. Oh, my God. You're not drinking water because the toilets are so horrific. You might be in there while your kids are somewhere else and you don't have any idea where they are because they don't tell you. Right, right. And you're crammed in with thousands of strangers. Uh, Western Shanghai, more than 100 people slept on cots crammed together in one converted office building. There were just four bathrooms, no showers, and only one option at breakfast, a slice of plain bread. Given the fact that I think even at its worst, COVID only killed 1% of people, um, what, what what are they trying to avoid? Chairman Xi has tied his rule, his legitimacy, to zero COVID. I can stop the COVID. You will submit to my iron-fisted rule, but we will stop the COVID in China. He fails at that. It's thought by China watchers he's doomed. Wow. Now, how that'll unfold, I don't know. But So he's he's doubled and tripled down on that strategy in spite of it working essentially nowhere except like smallish island nations like New Zealand, for instance. Uh, arguably Australia, but that's a little more complicated. Um, and so it's thought that if this doesn't work and people start dying by the thousands and thousands, he's done. And then what's next? Uh, who knows? Um well, geez, that's, uh, how long is that going to last? That could go on for a very long time, right? Because they don't have the vaccine the way we do. Right, right. Oh, oh yeah, I suspect that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to continue at a low boil as city after city are locked down and people get angrier and angrier. Uh, stories about uh, people jammed together in a uh, gymnasium, lying on beds lined up an arm's length apart. In a hallway, garbage was piling up next to an occupied bed, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you can't leave. You're not getting fed. People are pissed. So the question of what comes next is an interesting one, just because from from what I've heard and read from pretty good, uh, solid authorities on China, the reformer wing of the Communist Party has been systematically uh, decimated. And everybody is a Xi Jinping head or thinks a lot like him in the halls of power. So, you know, and and honestly, any move toward, hey, hey, we changed our mind. We do want to be the West's buddy. We do want to reform. We, 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 you know, we're going to start holding elections. Let's let's be buddies again. 
I've got to believe that'll just be a doubling down on that old strategy that uh, we learned about in Michael Pillsbury's 100-year marathon. I wouldn't believe them if they said, hey, we're going to reform again. Remember when they're flying around those drones around the apartment buildings, ignore your soul's desire for freedom or whatever the, oh, the yes. government was saying to people? Words to live by. I mean, good Lord. So is this whole student loan forgiveness thing going to actually happen or not? I, I've been assuming all along, no, of course it won't happen, but way more talk about it. Some interesting angles on that to kick off Hour 2. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 